Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Tell you what, all you guys who think Derek Shelton doesn't know what he's doing needed to pay attention to this man's pitcher usage yesterday in Cincinnati. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or football. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Steelers right where you found this. Reds 13, Pirates 1. Yes, this season really needed one last special trip to Great American Bandbox so the Pirates could get thrashed one last time. And you know what? If you're Shelton, it's not like you don't see it coming. The Reds are facing playoff elimination, literally, in this case. They're going to use... Everybody available to them in their lineup, Fado, Castellanos, Barnhart, the whole deal. And they did. And they smashed the ball all over creation off a bunch of pitchers. You know what all these pitchers had in common? Not a one of them should come within, oh, a three-hour flight of Bradenton come next spring. Not a one of them. And they aren't alone. But first, I'm going to read you their names. Connor Overton. Cody Ponce. My goodness, keep Ponce away. Like, away, away. Kyle Keller, who shouldn't even have been in this game. But I'm glad he was, and I'll get to that. Shelby Miller. There's so many more of these guys right now. You know who else I'll throw in is Chad Cool. Overton was the latest of the guys that Ben Charrington's brought in that are kind of in that age range to see if there's anything that the Pirates might be able to connect. And I understand why. Because pitching really isn't relative to age. It's relative to years of control. If you have a player who's really found himself as a pitcher at age 27 or 28, especially if they're a lefty, and you have six years of control, then they can be part of your future. They don't need to be children. They don't need to come up through the system. You can benefit from their poise and everything else. And you don't have to pay them, you know, at least not at free agent rates, for another five, six years, whatever it happens to be. So I get that. But Overton goes out there... And for the second straight time, 
just gets shellacked. This was four runs on six hits in a single inning. Here's what Shelton had to say about Overton after the game. Yeah, I, I think it was a changeup. You know, we'd see the changeup better than, than it had been, and today it was a little bit flat. And even though he didn't miss in the middle, he missed up with it. And because of that, it, it didn't make the fastball as effective. I mean, what else is he going to say, you know? These guys are terrible. These guys are terrible. Almost all of them. Right now, I, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but right now I could look at that entire staff and excusing guys who are – Injured like JT Brubaker, who I happen to believe in. I know that's not the most popular view. But I could take David Bednar, Chris Stratton, Miguel Yahure. Um, oh boy, it's running thin. I guess maybe Stephen Brault, if he can get his health issues sorted out since he's missed so much time now. Running dry here. What else? Anybody got any other names? No, no. Because there aren't any. Not at this level. Not at this level. So, yeah, to some extent you do have to bring in these pitchers, regardless of their age, and see what you can get. See who can stick. Stratton's got years of control ahead of him. He's 31, but he's not going anywhere. He can be part of the future here. But my principal hope in... This specific scenario is that these pitchers, the overwhelming bulk of these pitchers, don't come back. I don't want to see them anymore. They, way more importantly, shouldn't want to see them anymore. I'm still trying to think if there's anybody else that I've missed. How about Sam Howard? I mean, Sam Howard's a lefty. He's gotten some outs at times. I could see bringing Howard back. What are we up to, like five? And then it gets scarier because you start looking at AAA and you see that other than Erwanzi Contreras, who's not really pitched much at all above the AA level and had his own elbow scare this summer, I don't know that you're going to see him just all of a sudden rocketing into the rotation next spring. But other than him, there's nobody there either. You know, and Altoona's not exactly loaded with this. You're really looking all the way down to high A ball and Greensboro. And not all of those guys had great years, you know? So I, I'm going to say it one last time. I understand why these pitchers come in. I think it's a commendable process. But these guys aren't major league pitchers in any way seen enough. Bye-bye. When we come back, just one question. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one. With your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. 
or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. It's always brought to you on this program by our friends at North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They're open for business, not just while the Pirates are still playing, and they do have the season-ending six-game homestand that opens tonight against the Cubs. But they're open all year round. This isn't like old Federal Street when the ballpark first opened and the eateries would just open when there's ball games, and then you would see them practically shuttered at all other times. North Shore Tavern and Mike's Beer Bar, the companion venture right next door, are owned by Mike Sukic, and they are enthusiastically, and I might add successfully, operated year-round. Come on down and pay them a visit and make sure you try Steak on a Stone. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's question comes from Nick Camuso, who asks, what would you consider an acceptable off-season olive branch to Pirates fans? I think it's a good major league player via free agency or trade. Uh, Reynolds slash Hayes extension, while welcome, doesn't improve the product. Nick, you're going to be disappointed, my man. I mean, there's going to be a free agent signing or two or even three. But they're going to be way more in line with Tyler Anderson than what it sounds like you're thinking. And I don't know how far you go back with the franchise, but whenever I think of free agents making a splash in Pittsburgh, um, it's it's obviously not a deep list to pick from, but I think of Adam LaRoche, who was signed the weekend leading into Pirate Fest. Remember this? And Pirate Fest was held at the convention center, and everybody was so stoked We got our big left-handed home run hitter. Finally, first one since Brian Giles. He's going to slaughter that Clemente wall. Never mind that all of Rochi's power was to the notch and and to the opposite field. The narrative won the day. Narrative won the day. I remember Brian O'Neill, the columnist at the Post-Gazette, describing LaRoche as our lefty McThump. And he was doing that as an intensely knowledgeable baseball field with just the right amount of sarcasm about the overkill that was accompanying LaRoche's arrival. Uh, You're not going to get one of those, Nick. This isn't the time. The first segment laid out how far away the Pirates pitching is. When you're talking about contention level pitching, not filling a rotation, not filling a bullpen, not just finding some kind of help for Bednar and Stratton on the back end. I'm talking about contention-level pitching. When you get yourself three significant big league starters in your rotation, one of whom could win you the dreaded wild card game, that's contention-level pitching. That's when you're right there. That is not imminent. If we're talking about the guys that I mentioned, with all due respect, Brubaker and so forth. This ain't it. Now, from there, throw in that 
There's nothing more expensive on baseball's open market than starting pitching, and you're really seeing how far this is. Because you're either going to get them through a trade, and bear in mind the Pirates have traded most of their chips already, or, you know, you're just going to wait it out. And I have a feeling with this front office that it's going to be the latter. I also have something else that I want to add, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But the idea of throwing a bone to the fans or whatever, how do I say this? It's not something that really should matter to baseball ops. If they feel like they've got a situation with their payroll, with their money, where they can legitimately hold on to it for the day that they need it, and that's what I'm constantly told from the inside. That Charrington will have the money when he wants slash needs it. And part of the reason that he'll have that money is that he's not spending it now. So if he goes and picks up, I don't know, Jeremy Burnett's, you know, as a free agent, you know, you, you can do stuff like that. One year, six million, and everybody goes, oh, whoa, they got Burnett's. Yeah, that's awesome because he hits home runs, and I've heard that name. And you'll win the talk shows for a day, but it doesn't mean anything other than that you're out six million bucks. You know, that's it. It's, it's not anything that helps the team get any better other than, you know, in the moment, maybe for a couple of games over a given summer. And that investment, I'm sorry, doesn't match other things that you can do with $6 million that won't win over the fans or throw them a bone or win the talk shows for the day. To me, part of what's gone so wrong with the Pirates for so long is that They'd begin something, and then they'd be like, oh, man, we're really getting killed out here. What are we doing? And then they would give in. They'd give in, and they'd go and they'd get your Burnitz or your LaRoche or whatever it is, and it would set things back. And they'd get just close enough to mediocrity that they'd get their hopes up and then do more dumb things. They would do Chris Archer things can't do it, man. you got to stay with this. If this is going to fail, it'll fail. But at least it'll fail based on the right concept. It's something I keep saying about Charrington. I don't know if he'll succeed. I have no real reason other than his background in Boston slash Toronto to believe that he will. I'm talking about from the Pittsburgh perspective. But I love the plan. I love the plan. And I really, really want to see this thing followed through. That doesn't mean you have to suck at the Pittsburgh level. You know what I mean? Make sure you've got a lineup. Make sure you're doing respectable things. Make sure you're getting better, most importantly, at the Pittsburgh level. But splash for the sake of splash, no thanks. No thanks. I appreciate the question, Nick. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do it again tomorrow. 